Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Now, what's happening, everybody? Getting another recon mock fired up here for all listeners, listeners of all ages. I think I want to get some background music going too for uh, the uh, the YouTube audience on this one if i could figure this thing out on the fly i can do this i can do this there it goes all right as you can see on your screen if you're watching with us on youtube mock will start in uh, about a minute and then i think there's like a minute or two countdown once you actually get into the room uh but i wanted to welcome everybody to our second mock this is once again a recon mock what i mean by that is uh i will be Basically, just watching what's going on. Um, we are not going to be making any sort of attacking picks on this one. Um, I will be sitting back and watching to see where folks are going. It's a it's a nine cat head to head league is what this is being drafted for. Uh, so we're just going to see where everybody's going. And we'll probably phase this sucker out after about the 6th, maybe 7th round, something like that. So I'm expecting the whole thing won't take longer than about uh, 15 to 20 minutes total. So we'll keep this bad boy short. Uh, and we'll get this thing going here in, uh, what do we got? 2 minutes and 20 seconds. We'll turn off draft sound so you guys don't have to hear that. Uh, hopefully, between now and when the mock starts, we'll see some of these... One, two, three, four, five, six auto drafters actually appear in the room. Otherwise, this is going to be a pretty sizable letdown for all of us here at uh, whatever the hell we're doing. And so, uh, yeah, that's what's coming up here. So sit tight. We'll get this thing going in just a moment. Oh, I suppose this is also a good time as any to remind everybody that you are watching a or hanging out with Dan Vespers. I am Dan Vespers. Uh, at Dan Bespris, if you want to find me over on Twitter, D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. Here, let's make that bigger for just a second. Whoops, not big enough. There it is. Yikes, way too big. Too big! Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. At Dan Bespris, there it is uh, down there. This is a Sports Ethos presentation. This is also a Fantasy NBA Today special show. A little bonus episode. We do kind of a two-a-day thing going on right here. Um, if you guys want to catch the other stuff I'm doing for Fantasy NBA Today, that can be found wherever podcasts are distributed. In fact, my other show that dropped today was discussing what to do at pick nine. So I'm actually kind of curious to see what everybody's doing in this mock draft at pick nine. Who's that? That's somebody named Alperin. Gee, I wonder who they're going to draft in the middle of this thing. All right, we got most of the folks in. Looks like three auto-drafters left. That's not terrible when you're parachuting into a cruddy little Yahoo mock like this, but we'll see how it goes. I put myself dead last in the first round, which, foolish maybe, I should probably go first or second because I think I'm going to learn more from seeing what everybody else is doing in the less consensus-y spots. And at 12, there's there's no consensus. But, I get, you know, we'll see who gets to me and... Uh, there you go. It's underway, so let's rock. Jokic goes first. No surprise there. We'll just talk through it as this thing's rolling along. Uh, anything that is worth uh, noting, we'll kind of put a pin in. 
We're not going to be going too deep into sleepers right now. There's no point in that because the board is going to look different two days from today. As you can see, one thing that I think is worth noting here on your screen, you can see it's organized by X rank. Yahoo organizes their draft room by X rank. By the way, Luka Doncic goes second, so he jumped over Joel Embiid. You can kind of get that in head-to-head. Luka's a really valuable player in head-to-head leagues because you can build into his strengths and dodge the weaknesses in, in head-to-head. You want the guys with that powerhouse contribution in as many categories as possible, and you're less concerned about their shortcomings. Luka has shortcomings in blocks, free throw percent, turnovers. I mean, he's fine in field goal percent, but he's not exactly going to win you that, but he's hyper-elite in scoring, very good in threes, great rebounding guard, good assists, good steals. You get a lot there. I think I'd probably still lean a different direction, but anyway, that's where you go. Uh, now it's flying, by the way. Embiid at three, Tatum at four, Halliburton at five, Shea at six, Steph, Steph at seven. This is exactly what I was talking about on my other podcast. Those seven guys are the consensus top seven now. It just is. Kevin Durant goes at eight in front of Giannis thought that was kind of interesting. Giannis has been pretty comfortably going in that eight slot with teams looking to punt, especially on the head-to-head side. Uh, then Anthony Davis at 10. That's a pretty reasonable one. Now it comes to me at 12 after Dame goes off the board at 11. I'm just going to let it auto-pick me LaMelo Ball, although I'm tempted to go pick someone else and see when Ball goes otherwise. Maybe I'll do that. Let's just go Kyrie. We'll skip over Ball, because I figure Kyrie's going pretty soon here either way. So I'll go Kyrie at 12. Frankly, I'd rather him have him over Ball at that 12th pick. Let's see. Oh, well, this doesn't help because I'm again. Ha-ha! Right, I'm on the turn. I have to go twice. All right. Uh, I don't know where any of these guys is going. Fine, we'll just do Ball and Kyrie. So we'll auto-draft our turn. I thought maybe we'd learn more about LaMelo, but I'm an idiot, and I put myself in the 12 slot. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. I shouldn't have done that. I should have gone somewhere else, but it is what it is at this point. So let's see what it looks like coming back. I uh, I guess Dame at 11 is not that insane. I, I think that these... I think I'd rather have Kyrie. JJJ at 14, again, probably does make more sense in head-to-head than Roto just because of uh, his ability to win you a category, but he's really not good in the other ones. Devin Booker at 15, not a fan of that one. He's going to lose a bunch of stuff in Phoenix. Trey Young at 16. You got to be punting if you're taking him that soon. James Harden at 17 with all the stuff swirling around him. That's very dicey. Anthony Edwards fell all the way to 18 in this mock draft. That's interesting. That's about the latest that I've seen him go in any of the three or four mocks that I've sat in on. D's appears to be auto-picking, so I'm guessing Mikhail Bridges is about to come off the board. There he goes. So anyway, Donovan Mitchell at 19. He may move up. We'll see. Not yet. Van Vliet at 20. Bridges at 21. Now we're back into the living beings part of this draft again. There goes Desmond Bain, which I personally, I was hoping there'd be more value with with Bain, but at 22, some of that gets wiped out. Kawhi's the next player on the board, you can see there. Um, folks, picture this nightmare scenario. You're hosting friends for the big game. It's neck and neck in the fourth quarter, and suddenly you realize you're out of drinks. 
Ooh, say all of your friends. You start to sweat. Your friends turn on you. You're forced to go on a last-second drink run and end up missing the game-winning touchdown while in line. Oh, no. Terrifying, isn't it? Luckily, you can avoid the drama with Drizzly, the go-to app for drink delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered right to your watch party. Compare prices across multiple stores in your area, find the best deals on game day drinks, and get back to armchair quarterbacking from, you guessed it, your armchair. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. We'll see if anybody has the stones to take him here in what I assume is being drafted as a head-to-head. Yeah, Kawhi's not going there. Demonis Sabonis, Carl Anthony Towns at 24. That's well ahead of his X rank. So someone's jumping on him here on the turn coming back. Which wouldn't surprise me if he went earlier than his X rank or his pre-rank or whatever the hell they're calling it these days, which is closer to 30. Um, But Cat was 37 last year. So, you know, down season, personnel didn't change. Will his health? By the way, I like Sabonis at 23. Very reasonable. Jimmy Butler at 25. I'm stoked that after the very first mock draft, remember we did a, uh, we didn't do it on YouTube, but we did a mock draft on the Fantasy NBA Today feed um, last Friday, and Butler and Kawhi were both coming off the board, like, beginning of the second round. I thought, damn, my old dudes, well, they slipped already. Whoa, there we go through the auto drafts. That went fast. Jalen Brunson at 26. Larry Mark, that's a little early for Brunson, by the way. Marking it at 27. Kawhi finally off the board at 28. That's a steal. Paul George at 29. He might even be a value this year. There goes Vooch at 30. Always a value. LeBron at 31. I don't know. That public's going to push that one sooner at some point, I would think. Public's just not paying attention yet because it's mid-August. Siakam, 32. That's fair. Adebayo, 33. DeJounte Murray, 34. Ananobi, 35. Um, I'll just auto-draft my two guys here. So I'll take Miles Turner and Drew Holiday. They're the top of the pre-rank board. Frankly, I'd be pretty happy to get those guys at 36 and 37. Depending on your league settings, we'll see how that actually shakes out. Miles Turner could be very interesting if the Pacers are really going for it this year, and I think they will be. Let's see, Porzingis is hanging out there. Dealing with plantar fasciitis, by the way. Porzingis missing FIBA, the World Games. Um, we'll see if that has any impact on his fantasy status two months from now. I doubt it. Jamal Murray at 38. Ha! Like folk thinks he's going to be playoff Murray during the regular season. I personally don't. Denver has nothing to push for in the regular year. Fox, oh, there's that run of auto-draft teams again. So, look, we're not going to go that much farther here because people are leaving. We have four auto-drafters in this. If that gets up to five or six, we'll just sort of put a pull a plug. Uh, Fox at 39. Where did he finish last year? I'll pull up De'Aaron Fox. I feel like he slipped a bit as the season went on. He was great, he was great, he was great, he was great, and then he was, like, pretty good. Yeah, he slipped to 42. Garland, 40. That's around where he should be going. Brown in the 40s. Porzingis at 42. Going to be a better roto play than head-to-head. Randall at 43. I'll pass. Walker Kessler has been going very early in drafts. 44. Wembenyama, 45. That's always 
fun to see where he's going off the board. Honestly, Victor's ADP is not that crazy so far, but I do think we're kind of in the sharps time of the year. This is when people are... We, we haven't gotten the public push into the numbers yet. Chad Holmgren at 46, so he and, and Victor will be fighting for Rookie of the Year stuff. Big men. It's not that crazy. I didn't think there was any chance I'd end up with those dudes on my fantasy team, but as they fall like this, and eh, falling, I don't know if that's falling, but they're not far from where I'd consider them. I'll say that. Gobert at 47. That's fine. Cunningham at 48. He went in the late 20s in the mock we did on Monday. I don't think anybody knows where he's going to go yet. Mobley, 49. Zion at 50 in this one after he went at 80 in the last mock we did. Whoa, there they go again, the speed run. Claxton went 51. He already got pushed off your board there. DeMar DeRozan at 52. I like both of those. Ingram, 53, too injured. Jordan Poole, 54. I think he went at exactly 54 in our last mock as well. Aiton at 55. Boring, but fine. Lopez, 56. Also boring, but fine. You guys know I love Brolo. Wish we could get him a little bit later. I don't think he's going to repeat last season. I wish he would, but I don't think he will. Zach Levine at 57 is delightful. Scotty Barnes at 58. One would assume he'll do more this year. I don't know that I'm willing to take the plunge on a big leap forward. But Levine was 48 last season, and there's like... I don't see any reason why he would do much different than that. Tyrese Maxey at 59. He'll be seeing the bump here with the James Harden stuff going on. I don't really know where he's going to finish. But 60, he could very much exceed that if Harden does get traded soon for not a ton. I just got auto-drafted Jared Allen, but I wanted to go slow here so we could kind of catch up a minute and talk about what's been going on. Because this mock is zooming Especially with, you know, four out of five teams auto-drafting right in the middle of the round. Annoying! But we react. We deal with it accordingly. I'm about to get auto-drafted Jalen Williams, so I think I'm going to jump over that. And uh, I'll take Bradley Beal, because he's an old player. And I'm not that curious where he goes. I am more curious where these younger guys do. Or where they go. Jared Allen at 60, by the way, is... There's, like, no way he stays there, right? He was 33 last year. Is do we build? Are we is he already traded and nobody told me? Oh, all right. So Jalen Williams went right after me. All right, fair enough. Boncaro at 63. That's a uh, that's a push. I need a big leap from him. I guess on head to head it makes more sense, but I'd still think I'd prefer if you're going points league. That's where maybe where you're looking there. Jaw at 64. No. No, no, not with the suspension, man. You're, you're, you're biting off too much. That's an early sixth round pick. You can get some really amazing guys right here. Sexton at 65. Uh, nah, Cam Johnson at 66 is fine. Not as much value there as I was hoping for. JV at 67. That's obscene. If Zion's healthy, that's a disaster pick. Shangun at 68. Probably overdoing it a bit there. Chris Paul at 69. That's about where he's going. I might take a chance on that dude at 70. Plus, if his role is smaller in Golden State, maybe he stays healthy. Josh Giddy at 70 is a really interesting one to take a shot on in, in head-to-head leagues because he's another guy that has some really good stuff and some really bad. You just have to make sure it matches up with the rest of your team. Clay Thompson at 71. That's a pretty easy play there. 
Michael Porter Jr., 72, Time Lord, 73. You get into the older guys here again. One thing that I was seeing on our mock on Monday that I'll comment on again is it does feel a little bit like the old man squad is getting pushed. Normally, it's in that like 25 to 50 range, and I don't know that it's... Although Kawhi and Jimmy Butler did get pushed all the way back there in this particular mock draft. I don't know... It almost feels like it's being split into two smaller chunks, but we'll see how it moves as the public starts to weigh in. The ADP, they'll push different players around a little in a way that even the X-Rank board can't quite do. Uh, what did we miss here? Um, Kuzma went at 74. He's going to have to have so much usage to get to that mark, but he might get there. Derek White at 75 is a pretty reasonable pick. Fun. Uh, Devin Vassell, I'm going to skip most of the Spurs this year again. Capella, if he gets moved, that's how this could get a little bit screwed up. But dude was 30s last year in like 26 and a half minutes. Jalen Green, I can't bring myself to trust it. Jeremy Grant at 79. That's still re We're still only at four auto-draft teams, by the way, so I'll, I'll keep plugging along here for a little longer. Jeremy Grant, I like. Josh Hart at 80 is Fine, if unspectacular. McCollum at 81. That's late enough, probably, to consider it. Hero, 82. He's one I think you could take a shot on right now if you were drafting because the assumption is that he gets moved someplace where his usage maybe gets even better. Franz Wagner, 83. He might get a little better this year, but I'm not all that excited about it. Oh, my turn! I should be doing something. Uh, I guess I'll just auto-draft Mitchell Robinson and uh, and Marcus Smart. People are going to wonder why the guy who actually has a working avatar is auto-drafting his team. But I don't care what they think. There goes Middleton at 86. See, we got another old man run here. McCollum, Mitch Rob, Smart, Middleton. Rozier is still on the board. There might be an old man secondary burst in the 80s this season. Jakob Pertl's kind of an old man. He just came off the board. We'll probably go, I don't know, maybe we'll go edge of the top 100 here and then shrink it down and just talk a little bit about what we're finding. Keep it again to, to 20 minutes. Uh, Wiggins, that's fine. Boring. Clarkson, uh, I mean, head to head. Yeah, you get scoring there, but boy, you've got to be leaning into what he's weak at. I like Rozier at 90. He was way better last season with LaMelo Ball healthy. You'd say, oh, well, he got more usage with him out. Yeah, but his usage as a point guard type was god-awful. Healed at 91. I think he plays plenty for the Pacers this year. They're trying to win. Even if he comes off the bench, he still beats that mark. Tyus Jones, love it. I don't expect him to fall in most drafts this far. I, I think some of the auto draft probably played a role, but he's going to be great for Washington. D'Lo at 93, that's safe for L.A. Dinwiddie at 94, safe. Scoot, 95, that was one I wanted to see where he's going. He went at 115-ish, I think, in our mock on Monday. Ah, you guys probably remember better than I do. If you remember it, feel free to throw it in the comments. And by the way, this is as good a time as any to remind everybody that's listening to the recorded version to come hang out with us on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash sports ethos and if you're watching with us here live or after the fact on youtube please take a moment to like and subscribe the video well like the video subscribe to our page i know what i'm doing really i promise hit that thumbs up just take a second to do it as this mock is blitzing through and and we're about to phase it out because i'm actually not that concerned with where these dudes are going because this board is going to move so much at this point 
Uh, but hit that thumbs up. Please do subscribe. It's so easy, and it helps us so much, and you'll get all these mocks. I'm going to try to do as many of these as humanly possible. There might be times we do them on weekends. We might do multiple a day, different formats, all that good stuff. Uh, we'll try to do some training involved in it. And actually, this is basically where I wanted to kind of to phase this thing out. Last few picks here that I'll, that I'll just launch into the mix. Uh, Miles Bridges went right after Scoot. Good Lord, this is hard to keep up with right now. Then Fultz at 97. That's actually a pretty good pick. Tobias Harris at 98. He'll move up the board with Harden stuff going on. Uh, Gafford at 99. Good Lord, stop picking. Wendell Carter Jr. at 100. Reeves, 101. Shaden Sharp, 102. Melton, 103. He'll be interesting. John Collins, Draymond Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Yusuf Nurkic. Now it's my pick, but I'm just going to let the clock run, uh, and I'm going to turn on auto-draft for my stuff as we now shrink this page down uh, and go back to you guys just seeing my face. So I'm not going to share that screen anymore. That's as far as I wanted to go on this mock was the top 100. We did it in 20 minutes flat. Super good. What did we learn? Uh, in the early going here, the old man squad hasn't really congealed into a pocket yet. If I, weird use of that word, I know. It's not like old pasta, but I guess old man squad, old pasta. Um, I think that over time, and again, watching Twitter, watching mock drafts, watching what other people are putting out into the fantasy space, you're going to see... Everybody drop their sleepers, their buzzy guys, whatever. Those dudes will move up the board, and that's how you start to see the old guys get pushed down. But the other thing you're seeing here in the early going is that not only is there an old man contingent at like 25 to 30, and then another one like near 50, but you're seeing more even in the 70, 80 range this year. So we might have, and I don't know where these guys are going to go over the next month or two, but we may actually have an opportunity to snag some old dudes like in the seventh that are getting big minutes and big opportunity. I call them old, but they're really just boring. It's the Dan Bespers boring squad, not old squad. Those are my thoughts on looking at this one so far is that there are now so many interesting young players, which is fine, but the old man squad is really not about age. It's about fantasy stat set. And these boring guys now exist in great supply because a lot of guys are better at percentages. You can you can wax those these days. Head-to-head uh, -head side, it's a little bit different. Obviously, you, you see guys that have weaknesses. They get drafted earlier because their strengths are stronger. Uh, but you can build a damn good head-to-head -head team kind of working off that roto thing and just not going as hard on the injury-prone guys. Like, head-to-head, -head, you probably... Like, you're not taking Kawhi in the second round in head-to-head. -head. If he falls to the third, you might consider it. You know? How many times do you get a top six per game guy in the third round, even if he's missing games? If you have an IL plus spot in your league, you're like, that could fit. But someone like Porzingis is a harder sell in a situation like that. Paul George, a harder sell. Some of these older guys that may actually work out really well on the Roto side that just don't have quite that same sting for head-to-head. Uh, for -head. Those are the thoughts here on uh, mock number two on our YouTube page. Um, and as Rubens notes, teams can be boring because winning is fun. Yeah, I'm still good with drafting boring, even on the head-to-head -head side. Like, not that necessarily, like, this isn't even a punt discussion per se. You, you do want stronger strengths and weaker weaknesses in head-to-head. -head. You want in Roto, you want a little more balance on the whole thing. Um, 
but it can still be pretty boring because being okay at percentages is not a bad thing on the head-to-head side. We'll talk more about that probably on uh, on some of the regular shows here. Uh, again, please do go subscribe to Fantasy NBA Today, my podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, please come subscribe to YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe uh, if you're hanging out with us over here already. Please do click that thumbs up. It does help as this thing sort of gets churned up in the algorithm. That's it. Two shows today, baby. Feeling good. Let's uh, let's have a good one, everybody. We'll see you soon. Maybe tomorrow. 